I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, one two. two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to another episode of Scam Squad. I'm here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Hi, Vicki. How are you today? Hi, Patty. I'm very well, thank you. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to tell us about today. Well, I've got something interesting today, Patty, but first I'm going to start with a couple of scam updates, and then I'm going to talk about the story that appeared in the New York Times Magazine about a mystery man who I'm calling a scam rescuer. It's a great story. Ooh, that sounds really fun to hear about. First, the updates. So, Patty, we know that scammers follow the headlines. And with the new relief payments coming out, the scammers are at it again, trying to find ways to take our money. And ARP, A-A-R-P, has issued a warning to watch out for calls, texts, or emails supposedly coming from governmental agencies asking you to click on a link, pay a fee, or confirm personal information in order to get your benefits or your stimulus check. Wow. They just have no shame, these scammers. It doesn't seem like people would have had the nerve to do that in past generations. But boy, there's nothing stopping those scammers these days. That's right. And first of all, you have to remember that no one from the government is going to call you about your check. And secondly, if they do call you about your check, they're never going to ask for personal information because they already have all of your information. The next scam I wanted to talk about, Patty, is the fake COVID vaccination cards that are starting out. And this is a good story. There was a bar owner in the San Joaquin Valley who decided to launch a new business manufacturing and selling fake vaccination cards. He charged $20 a piece for the cards and he even laminated them for his customers. Wow. But he was caught already, evidently, because you're telling the story about him. So <laughs> That's right. He was just getting started in this business when somebody reported him to the sheriff's department. And he ended up selling four cards to undercover agents. Oh, dear. The next, yeah. The next thing he knew, he was taken away in cuffs and charged with numerous crimes. But the thing you have to know, Patty, if the buyer of one of these cards tries to use the card to prove they've been vaccinated, they are also committing a crime. Just be aware. You know, I actually was wondering about that because the cards don't look very official. You know, they're kind of just written on a piece of paper and then signed. There's nothing that looks like it's gone through any sort of a system, shall we say. So I had a feeling that people would be phonying up cards. And they are. Mm -hmm. You can just count on those scammers. They're trying to stay ahead of the game. That's right. So, Patty, remember last week I talked about the fake refund scam from a fake tech company. Remember, it was somebody pretending to be from the tech support and they call and tell you that you're entitled to a refund. Mm -hmm. But first of all, they need to take control of your computer and get into your checking account so they can direct deposit the refund. We talked about that. Right. And then the scammer accidentally deposits too much money and you have to run around buying gift cards to return the money to the scammer because he claims if you don't do that for him, he's going to lose his job and can't afford to feed his kids. In the meanwhile, what he has really done is taken money from your savings account, 
put it into the checking account and use that to try and prove that he gave you too much. Well, this all happened to an elderly grandmother living by herself in Tennessee. So she was, you know, alone, didn't have anyone to run this by. And she got one of these phone calls from this scammer who claimed to be from a tech support company and he was entitled to a refund and so forth, but she needed to turn remote access of her computer over to the scammer. Well, she wasn't real tech savvy. She was a senior. And this is a somewhat complicated process if you've never done it before. So she couldn't follow all the steps that she needed to take in order to give this scammer remote access to her computer. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. But he reacted by getting very frustrated and angry with her. And he was able to lock up her computer. Oh. Yeah. And he told her he was going to call the next day. And if she ever wanted access to her computer again, she had better do what he was going to tell her to do. Wow. He was quite the bully. He was. So he hung up. But minutes after the scammer hung up, the grandmother got another call. This caller had a very strong Irish accent, and he introduced himself as Jim Browning. He told her that the guy she had just hung up with was a scammer who was trying to steal her money. And of course, she at first was suspicious because she said, well, are you one of them? Are you trying to steal my money too? And he said, no, I'm not. This same scammer tried this on me, but when the crook tried to connect to his computer remotely, he reversed it. He had nothing of value on his computer, and he was able to connect to the scammer's computer. Oh, so this really was a good guy. This this really is the scam rescuer you were talking about. Because I at first thought he was another scammer too. Right, because that that sometimes happens. There's another scam where they they don't give Mm -hmm. up. No, this was a good guy. So here's what he did. He downloaded some spyware on the scammer's computer. And for weeks, he was able to eavesdrop on what they were doing and even record the calls like to the Tennessee grandmother. And he could actually capture a visual record of all the activity on the scammer's computer. And he was even able to use his webcam to spy on the crooks in their offices. I love this story, Vicki. This is a wonderful (laughs) story. Yeah. And that's how he was able to get the victim's phone number and call her and warn her. And even more than that, he was able to give her the password to unlock her computer. Apparently, the scammers used the same password each time, 4521. Now, it turns out that Jim is actually a software engineer working in the United Kingdom, and he delights in trying to stop the scammers. In fact, he has a YouTube channel under the name Jim Browning, where he posts videos about his crime-fighting efforts and what he has managed to do to stop these scammers. Wow. You know, Scam Squad has its own YouTube channel now. I might try to get in touch with Jim and find out if we can put some of those up on the Scam Squad YouTube channel. I think that would be fabulous. I think it would be a great idea because, Patty, this is his mission. I mean, this is what he does in all of his spare time. But the only problem is it's illegal. (laughs) I was wondering about that because I know you can't tape conversations and things like that. So that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Since he doesn't have permission to access somebody else's computer, even though it's being used to perpetrate a scam, 
So right. don't try this at home. But that's actually my good news for the day. There that's are very well-meaning and clever folks out there who are doing their best to try and stop these crooks. I love that. And you would have to be tech savvy to do what he's doing. Very, very tech savvy. Again, he's a, a tech engineer. If you want to read this article, it's worth reading because it's a pretty long article and it goes on to describe how the author who found out about Jim Browning, he is from India and he actually went further and tried to find the offices where these scammers work. So this article is in the New York Times Magazine dated February the 2nd, 2021. And the article is titled, Who's Making All Those Scam Calls? We just need some good news and some hope sometimes. We just absolutely that there are people out there that are working to stop these scammers. Then mm-hmm. there are. Yeah. And I do have a lot of hope. There's so many good people. Most of the people we run across are good, but it is shocking how many scammers there are too. There's no denying it. Yeah, that's true, Patty. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Yes, <laughs> it is. Thank you, Vicki. This was a very encouraging episode. I hope people enjoy it and they'll sign up to receive Gam Squad episodes on either YouTube or on our podcast channel. Thank you, Patty. Thank you, Vicki.